Hello, 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 and welcome to a solo edition of the Nornary Pod on the Nornary Pod Network. Um, I am your host, Michael Duggar, for the day. No Noah. We had some scheduling issues this morning. I set, set an alarm for 6. We usually go 6, 6.30 on Tuesday, Thursday mornings. And I set my alarm for 6, 6.30, done my prep last night, woke up this morning, and woke up from a text from Noah that said 7 o'clock. So I'm like, all right, I got to come in to sleep, go back to sleep, set my alarm for 6, uh, 6.54 so I can, you know, wake up, drink some water, you know, just, just overall wake up and get my voice ready. And then I... Fell back asleep. Don't really understand what happened. I had a text from Noah at 6.56 that said, yo, I'm, I'm waking up. I'm getting on in a second. And then I just woke up at 8.30 and had text from him and said, we'll just run it tomorrow. So I wanted to talk the Bucks game preview it. Um, but, and so we're going to do, what we're going to do is preview the Thursday game and then do the whole entire NFL slate. Didn't get to happen, so I'm here doing a solo pod, just talking about the Bucks Thursday night game. It's a big game. Both team two um, two teams are 0-1. This is a Thursday night football game, first one of the season. Big division game. Short week for Tampa and Carolina. Panthers are seven point favorites on the short week. Home teams dominate against the spread at home on these since the since the Thursday night game has become a fixture, and. It's tough to see how the Bucks can get back from this. The Bucks had a terrible game against 49ers. Offense atrocious. Offensive line was was blah, to put it one way. San Francisco has a good D-line. Jameis couldn't get anything going. Mike Evans was puking from stomach bug. Godwin was held in check, but he had a touchdown. O.J. Howard had a game to forget. Probably his worst game as a pro. He dropped the pass, led to an interception. He fumbled the ball, set up San Francisco. Just not a good game for the Bucks offense as a whole. Ronald Jones was the lone bright spot, and he had he had over 70 yards. He had two straight drives. He was just running the ball, running the ball, running the ball, and, of course, the Bucks stopped. But we're not talking last week with the Bucks. And just quickly touch on, because Carolina's defense is another good, is a really good one. And what Carolina's strength is, is stopping the pass game. They they played the NFC champs last week, Jared Goff, and held Jared Goff to 23 of 39. 23 of 29. Numbers sound good, but for only 186 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. That's pretty legit. They have two good corners, Dante Jackson, James Bradbury. Great pass rush with Brian Burns, Jerome McCoy, Kawan Short, just all the boys there. They're a really good defensive front and solid secondary, and they have Luke Keekley in the middle. Where the Rams had success against... Carolina was on the ground, 166 yards, 5.2 yards per attempt. But the difference between the Bucks and the Rams run run game is everything. The Bucks have a meh ground game, and the Rams run a beautiful outside run um, zone scheme that very few teams can stop. And they have Todd Gurley, and they have Malcolm Brown, who is a very serviceable backup. The Bucks don't have one, so can the Bucks continue the good the the positive outlook we saw, positive improvements we saw from Ronald Jones. Can we see that in this game? I'm not sure. I really don't know. These two teams split last season in the regular season. Carolina won 42-28 at home, but that was with Ryan Fitzpatrick, and that game was like 28 nothing after the first quarter. The Panthers are doing double reverses. Cam was show, Cam was doing his front running. It was it's 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 awesome to see when they do that. And the Bucks won the the following game at home. I think. Let me double check. I think it was twenty four seventeen. 
It was, yeah, 24-17. They picked Cam off four times. That was later in the season in December when Cam's shoulder started to deteriorate. No excuses. Bucks still got the win. But that was not the, that was when Carolina was on the, on the way down. In that game, um, James Bradbury was on Mike Evans for both games. Dante Jackson was on Godwin. Godwin went five for 101 and a touchdown in his last game. So if you're hearing this and you're having, oh, should I start? Should I should I fade Godwin a short week? No, start Godwin. He's every week starter, and he dominated this matchup last week. On the other side of things, Cam had two touchdowns, four picks, but the first game was just it's it's tough to decide because the Bucks defense did look better against the 49ers. And then you look at this game the I like to look at the second game more so than the first game. First game was a blowout. The second game with 24-17 one, McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey still had a buck 61 in total yards and a touchdown on 19 touches. This offense is a different beast than San Francisco. There's the Gerald McCoy revenge game. Can the Bucks last Jameis' turnovers? It's just a lot of, this is just a lot, a bad spot for the Bucks to go in after. They needed that home win against the 49ers. They really, really needed it. They didn't get it, and now they are looking at a must-win division game. Absolutely a must-win. The only the strong, the only why it's let me let me run that back real quick. Must-win. It would seems like that on the outside, but then you look at take a step back. Look at the schedule. The only team that won in the NFC South was the Saints, and they have to go play on a short week at the Rams. The Falcons are zero one. They host the Eagles. So the Bucks going 0-2, there's a chance there's only a game back in this division as their schedule starts to lighten up a little bit. But it's a tall task to ask them to go off with that bad taste in their mouth. Um, Devin White still battling the stomach bug. Mike Evans, can he really recover, get the fluids, and get and pick, get, get, pick up the, the strength to play three days after that? And it was a physical game too. But... I don't know. This isn't this isn't like some long podcast me covering the spreads and all that. So this is just me talking about this game. So I wanted to cover it just a little bit, and make sure we had all sixteen games covered for you guys. And I just enjoy talking about it. And I had did some a little bit of research on it, and just wanted to share it with you. But Carolina seven points. That's a full touchdown. They won this game by two touchdowns last year. Cam looked good. He's, he's he's working his way back. He's looking good. McCaffrey looked amazing. Their O-line's improved. They ran the ball extremely well against Los Angeles. One of the best defenses in football. Most talented defenses in football. I could see... That's the, that's the thing about being a Bucks fan and, and being a Bucks, a Jameis truther, you could say, is that he's so unpredictable that last week's misthrows, you know, three turnout, three interceptions, one wasn't his fault. You could see him bouncing back and getting three touchdowns and no picks. It's just it's such a week to week thing with Jameis. But do you really want to do you really want to put this much trust in him? Do you really trust Jameis to go on the road, win a night game against a very very good team? If you do, push your money on it. Seven points. That's a big spread to me. I think you know I can see a backdoor cover by the Bucks. I could see a lot of things happening. But I, I'm pretty sure Carolina's going to win this game. I, I'm just uncomfortable putting. I just don't. Maybe it's me still holding on to just the, the slightest bit of Bucks hope, belief in Jameis, belief in this roster talent, especially the good things we saw last week from their defense. 
that I don't think they're going to get blown out. Maybe it's wishful thinking as well in the fact that I don't want to watch a blowout on a Thursday night. But I could see, I see the Panthers winning this game. They're the smart pick. But once again, like I said, Jameis is so unpredictable. We'll know very quickly if if McCaffrey gets going, if Cam's looking, if Cam's finding DJ Moore consistently, if all these things are happening, this is a Carolina win pretty easily, pretty pretty comfortably. But I like to think Jameis and the Bucks will put up a good fight. I think we'll see more creative play calling from Brian Leftwich. You know, first game him and Jameis they have to work out some kinks. So the over unders at forty nine, which seems seems pretty high, but I can I wouldn't be surprised if that overs hit and if the Panthers win a close game, you know, somewhere in the range of 27-24. That hits the over. I could see 27-24, 28-24. So, um, yeah, I think that's, that's it. Just want to do a quick 10 minutes. It's only nine minutes right now. But as far as, we go, as far as what we got going on, I'm going to have an article tomorrow morning continuing the No Ordinary blog. I'm getting it back. I'm writing. Felt good. Got some good numbers on the waiver wire. Just a quick thing. I'm not going to probably, I'm probably not going to go 3,000 words every week because I know that I enjoy writing and like covering each side of every single game. Leave no stones unturned. But that's what this podcast is for. I can get that verbiage out here. I'll write down. I'll make it more fun. I'll make it fantasy friendly. I'll make it bet friendly while still maintaining I am keeping the matchups and what I view is important in this match and what in each game and what to watch and all that stuff. But as far as that, follow us on Twitter at Northern Pod. I'm back on Instagram. Um, just Michael Duggar33, favorite number. I'm on Twitter at Mike at I think I'm just M Duggar33. Noah's at Noah Hemer. Noah and I think Noah's gonna be taking the lead on the college football side of things, especially with the NBA coming up. Because I just have no interest in college football. It's the same thing every year. And it's just toxic because, you know, being a Florida State alum, you see all these fans just getting so worked up and it's just disgusting. And I'm sure it's like that with every single team. And I just don't have the energy for it. I don't want to waste my Saturdays watching these games. Like I was so hyped for week two, it's the big games. You have Clemson A and M dead by the end of the first half. LSU, Texas was a very good game. Very, very, very entertaining. But, you know, LSU still won. So it's the same six, seven teams seemingly dominating. Uh, Michigan Army was a good game. Nebraska, Colorado was a good game. But you have to look at it. I can watch it on my phone. I'm on the golf course. I could go out and be on the beach watching it on a, at a bar at at a local at a bar at the beach or i could be on my phone watching it at the beach there's some different ways to do it where i'm not going to want to dedicate much time i will be dedicating my wallet though don't worry that's what'll be happening um but yeah no's gonna take the lead on that i think we're gonna do still do four or five pods a week once he gets the college side of things figured out nba is coming back training camps end of this month best believe we'll be i'll be talking nba constantly on this pod and everywhere writing all that fun stuff so um yeah, thanks for listening to this one. Very quick pod. Subscribe to all of us at Apple, Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud. Just usual stuff, man. Subscribe, give us like, spread the word. We're like, we like to build a natural, organic following. Don't we don't go searching for clout? Noah doesn't even tweet them anymore. It'd be interesting to see he, uh, see if he listens to this all the way. And here's me talking about how he needs to tweet more. Shout out to you, Noah. Shout out to a couple listeners. Anyways, enjoy the Bucks game. Enjoy this Panthers game if you're a Panthers fan. Just, it's football, man. There's college football. I think there's some college football that I do. But just enjoy the game. Uh, 
Uh, we'll be back tomorrow morning where we're going to preview the other remaining 15 games of week two, give some bet thoughts, give some fantasy advice, all that fun stuff in a long-form podcast. So everyone listening, thanks for tuning in. I'm Michael Duggar, and this was a solo edition of the Nor Nary Pod.